This is the American Dream, Dusted Rhodes, son of a plumber, daddy, and you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special, inevitable icon edition of the BCP. Like I always say, ladies and gentlemen, this one is long overdue. And please welcome back to the show. You know him as the former longest reigning Monster Factory heavyweight champion, a former longest reigning one half of the Monster Factory tag team champions, and the current reigning and defending Monster Factory supersonic champion himself, the inevitable icon, one part of the division, Mr. Travis Jacobs. What's up, bro? How are you, man? Good, man. How you doing, man? Good to I'm, see you. It's good to see you, man. You know, I always see rolling around with the division, man. Uh, you know, obviously, you guys have been doing great things all over the Indies. You guys are taking over. But right now, man, you're doing your thing, uh, winning gold. I just saw that you were in Texas recently. I hear everything's bigger yeah. in Texas. Uh, tell us a little <laughs> bit about going to Texas, man. That was a lot of the fans questions coming in. Yeah, man. That So originally for Texas, I just wanted to go and do a seminar down there just because oh, I was kind of in the area. I was in Florida, so it made sense that the flights were really cheap and it was a really good seminar. Yeah, It was for Jeff Jarrett, Charlie Haas, and uh, it ended up being it ended, ended up being canceled, actually, the seminar itself. Oh, really? So my flight left the night before the seminar and as I'm getting on my plane, I get refunded through Eventbrite the money I paid for the seminar uh-huh. because Jeff Jarrett's plane was delayed post when the seminar was supposed to start. It was supposed to be like yeah. 10 in the morning. So he didn't get to the, sh- to the event until like six in the <laughs> six at night. Oh man. So you kind of found out like, as you were like traveling that these, this might not go down. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, I, I messaged the promoter right away. I'm like, hey, I'm like literally on the plane right now. Is it cool if I can still come by? Yeah. And he was cool with it. He, um, I talked to him a lot. Uh, Jerry Postick. Okay. He, very cool dude. I showed up early and I wanted to help out where I could, but they had everything set up already. But I got to meet up with Ricky Reyes, a uh, former trainer at the Monster yeah. Factory. And... I got to meet a few people. Um, but eventually in the day, Jerry walked up to me. And he's like, hey, I know the seminar got canceled, but if you want, you can wrestle Charlie for a bit. Uh, That's Charlie what I was going to ask. Yeah, you said you got to roll around with him a little bit. Yeah, man. Um, How was that? <laughs> it was really, really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, probably around like three in the afternoon, I just got in the ring and we just started chain wrestling and we probably wrestled for the better part of 45 minutes. Wow. It was, yeah, it was really quite cool. I learned I learned a lot that I just wouldn't have connected beforehand. Yeah, talk about like a really good wrestler, man. Like a guy like Charlie Haas. You know, you yeah. talk about being one half of the longest reigning Monster Factory tag team champions. I mean, former tag tag team champion in his own right, doing some great things, man. I'm sure you, you learned a lot from him. That's amazing, bro. Yeah, even like... It's even crazier because before I even scheduled the seminar, 
the, the whole trip. I was watching World's Greatest Tag Team versus Los Guerreros on SmackDown. Nice, nice. And I've watched this tape forever. It's just crazy to finally like just step in the ring with someone that you, you know, just study so much. Yeah, that was my era. Like I, I came. I'm, I'm a lot older than you, man. But like I came into like that ruthless aggression era. I do try to stay away from the cliche ones. But last time we had you on the show, we were kind of talking about the division and everything going on, man. I, I do actually want to know how you got involved um, with the Monster Factory and how you started there, man. I'm guessing you probably maybe came into wrestling around the same time as a fan, maybe. Yeah. So for me, I never consistently watched until 2010. Yeah. I would buy the pay-per-view here and there. I'd watch Raw SmackDown. But growing up, I had a lot of baseball games that would happen during wrestling shows and football, whatever sport I was doing in that season. But around 2010-ish, I was just like, wait a minute. I really like wrestling. And I just watched every, every piece of programming they had, whether it be Raw SmackDown, the game show, NXT, whatever, whatever it was, I'd watch every single second. And um, yeah, I'd say pretty consistent, still watching pretty much everything I can. Yeah, and you're rocking the Cesaro shirt right now. Oh, man. yeah. After, like, the, oh. after the news that came out, man, I you have to. You want to fight him, don't you? You want to fight him. Oh, absolutely. That's a dream match right there. Out of, out of everyone I could wrestle, he's the one person that I'm just like, I have to at some point. Can someone make this happen? You know, let's go, guys. Let's, let's <laughs> someone make this happen here in the Northeast. That would be an amazing match. He's always a show stealer, man. He's great, man. And I, I think he has a bright future wherever he ends up, man. So hopefully it'll be fighting you, man. Um, who, who are the guys that you kind of connected with or maybe base your style off of uh, now moving forward? Yeah, so when I first started watching, the one dude that I just loved watching was Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler, okay. I was like, I'm not sure if you remember it, but his U.S. title reign yeah. back in 2011. Sure. As, w- as one of my favorite U.S. title reigns, like, I think it's very underrated, and the matches he was putting on is very, very, very good. Yeah. Um, and crazy. even, yeah, he had, that's when he had, like, the tag team stuff with Swagger and all, but it was, like I said, just, just that reign and him as a character, it was something that connected with me, and yeah. I tried to incorporate Another dude I like to watch is Drew McIntyre. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I, tr- I base a lot of my stuff off him and Roman Reigns. Yeah. Do, like- you, do you like more like the heel Drew or like the the fit? Because he pretty much carried us through the pandemic era on the on the product. Yeah. What do you there's prefer? Just, I don't know. There's just something like I really enjoy heel Drew in the ring, but there's okay. just something about face Drew, especially when he first turned face. Yeah. I, just, I was worried about it, but he he killed it, man. He killed it. Yeah, it was um just the counting down thing just was like awesome. And he just started beating up random people for no reason. And it was the greatest thing ever. For yeah, I, I'll, you know, I'll be fair. I call it the middle, down the middle because I was not a fan of like the three, two, one. Like, I mean, it worked to get, you know, it gets a reaction from the crowd. It's got crowd participation. For me, it was just like it was very like bare minimum is very generic. Like you're literally counting three, two, but it worked at the end of the day. It worked, man. I was critical of that face turn. That's why I asked. He, he absolutely killed it, man. And he carried us through that pandemic era. So more power to him, man. Yeah. So now why were, I mean, like I need to ask, he's the guy right now, but why Roman? But why Roman? Um, so like, I'm not going to lie. I never hated Roman the way that a lot of the community has throughout right. the years. Sure. We've been very, very uh, hard on him until now. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I just think back to the shield days and the post shield, like when he was getting the worst reactions from the crowd, he was still putting on like upper echelon matches with everyone. (laughs) 
it didn't matter who he's in there with, whether it be Kane or AJ, the matches were always great, yeah. you know? The matches were always solid. Yeah, that's a great point, man. I think the criticism came in, obviously, when, uh, you know, like the, the promo stuff or whatever, because you would see him with the shield and you're like, oh, he's going to be like, he's going to be a Batista. He's going to be someone, man. And I'd always say that, like, he's going to be the guy. And I think uh, a lot of the maybe some of the booking, some of the promos, like whatever reason, like we weren't connecting with them or, or you know, a lot of the term being forced down our throats, whatever it was like, yeah. we, you know, and that kind of threw us off. But what he's doing now and, and first of all, glad that he's healthy and he's overcome so much, first and foremost, yeah. man, uh, does some great community outreach work. That's the most important thing. Um, but the fact that he is now exactly what we thought he could be, I don't even think he needs Heyman to be fair, but like, he's, he's absolutely killing it right now. And I'm glad he's healthy and, and it's awesome to see, bro. Yeah. It's so cool. I, it makes me very happy just cause I was always like, I, I was always a big fan of Roman. Yeah. Um, and just seeing the success he has now, it's very heartwarming. Yeah. To say the least. Yeah, I love it. And you even see the videos like how shows he's really great with the fans and stuff like that, man. And always bantering. So that's good. But Roman's killing it right now. But obviously you right now, supersonic champion over at the Monster Factory. And, you know, we were kind of talking off air a little bit, but I see a lot of your social media posts like, yeah, you hold that. I, I don't want to say mid, you know, mid title or whatever it is, but you want the big gold. You want that monster factory heavyweight championship back, man. Like, mm -hmm. so this is not enough for you. This supersonic. We want Travis two belts. Oh, absolutely. Travis two belts, supersonic heavyweight combo, whatever, whatever happens. I, I want that upper echelon title that everyone thrives for when they come through the monster factory. Yeah. Cause you want to be the guy and you have been the guy, man. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. But, and you are the guy, but you need like almost, I don't want to say that validation, but you need, you need that physical thing, you know? And at the oh, same yeah. time, the superstar makes the championship, not the other way around, man. Yeah, so. I mean, to that point, like, just this past Monster Factory show when I wrestled LSG and we went, like, I think 22, 23 minutes, something wow. like that. Really? Yeah, and it's honestly, out of all the matches I've had in my career, it's probably my favorite match I've ever had. Wow. And That's amazing. He's great. Is that on YouTube? It's on YouTube. Okay. Um I'm trying to remember the name of the event so I can give you the right info. Let me find that real quick. It was very, it was very recent, right? Yeah, it was the last Monster Factory show. I, I, every time we have our shows, I always forget what it's called. Oh, that's what I call pro wrestling on YouTube. Oh, and perfect! It, I love that. It's great. <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> I like. I popped. I'm, and I'm, I'm glad we could have the greatest hit of the night. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's all. But 20 minutes. I mean, that is not easy to do, man. Like, you know, nah. you gotta stay in fantastic shape, man, all that stuff. So tell us, like, what, what are the workouts looking like? What are the diet? Because you're a big dude. You're in shape, you're ready to go. I see you always putting in the work, man. What are the, what are, I'm an old guy, man. So I have no metabolism <laughs> anymore. What are the workouts looking like? Yeah. So I try to do a lot of cardio right now, especially I'm still, I got hit really bad with uh, COVID in December. Yeah. Yeah. We, we had mentioned that. And I'm so glad you're okay, man. Like it was, yeah. it was early on when it first happened and you, what, you, what, you were in the hospital for a while or something, right? Yeah. When it, when it first happened back in January of 2020, I was in the hospital for a week or uh, not a week. Um, like I was in the hospital for like a day or two. So we didn't even really know what COVID was at that point. Right. Yeah. It was like, I forget what they said. Non-infectious gastroenteritis was their official, like labeling of it. Yeah, but I was coughing. Scary. I was coughing a lot, and that's like not a symptom of it. So it was just something where they just didn't know what it was, and they yeah. were just like, "Just go home and see if it gets worse." 
Yeah. Um, and, it, and it got bad. Like we had uh, Alfred on the show, uh, former referee, my comp, my broadcast partner. And man, they, okay. they told him he was I hate to be like, you know, sad or whatever. They told him like, hey, man, like there's nothing more we could do. And just miraculously, like, you know, a couple of days he turned around. He's here. He's healthy. I'm, I give him a big hug every time I see him, man. Like, um, like, you know, not to be like grim or anything, man, but like what was like what was like the, the fight like, man? Like you're a fighter, dude. Like what was that yeah. battle like for you? Yeah, I mean, like for me, like I thankfully didn't have like this super awful lung issue that comes with it. Yeah, yeah. Mine was like definitely just the uh, the GI side of it that was killing mm-hmm. me. Like, not to get too graphic or anything. Yeah, but, yeah, no. It's uh, I think I like I prop before I even went to the hospital from like eight in the morning till three or four in the afternoon when I was in the waiting room. I probably threw up like twelve to. 14 oh times gosh. that's wild yeah you're, so yeah, yeah you're like something is definitely wrong yeah yeah and so yeah. i was like literally all they did was throw me on an iv and tell me to take it easy and yeah. and i hear a lot of like the stamina it takes a while for the stamina to come back after that like a long time yeah because i've had it twice now that was the first time i had it yeah and for that one i like because we didn't know what it was i just kept taking bookings and doing shows after yeah. i was out of the hospital and a three minute match. I couldn't, I could barely move during it. Yeah. That's wild, man. Well, I'm glad you're healthy, dude. That's the most, I remember we talked about that when we had the division on, man, like that was the first thing I asked you, man, like, so glad you're doing well, man. You know, we move forward. We do the best we can, man. Uh, most important thing is that you're healthy. And right now you are traveling literally the country, which is amazing to see, but you're a monster factory guy. Uh, in my mind, yeah. you're a monster factory guy. And that's a very positive thing. That is not a, a limiting thing at all because we see so many, great products coming out of monster factory we can name names all day long um even you know just like it keeps happening it's a great place to be man what does it mean for you to be part of that lineage under the tutelage of a danny cage i mean just being a part of that lineage is something i don't take for granted but it also comes with a lot of pressure you see all these guys that come out of the monster factory that get signed. I'm, I'd say he averages at least one to two signings a year, maybe yeah. even more. Um, and just that, just that, just knowing that that's the lineage and the history that comes with the school, it's a lot to take in. And you want to be mentioned with those names of people that have gone somewhere and like, you know, have put the monster factory on the map. Yeah. Absolutely, man. And, and it's great, man. And tell us a little bit about like, I don't know Danny personally, man. I always try to shake his hand anytime I'm there. I'm working an event there. Like, hey, like you should be very proud, sir. And, you know, he's he's too cool for school or whatever. He's always yeah. very nice. Um, and, you know, I'm just like, um, you know, Danny, you are you're doing great things, man. Like what is what is what is the training like? Like, what is it like the moral morality there? Because I think you were saying like, you know, it, it feels really, really great this climate right now for you guys. Yeah, I so right now, uh, without the training or anything, like just in terms of our shows right now, I'd say we are the healthiest roster we have seen at the Monster Factory in quite some wow. time. Wow. And I think every single person has all the potential in the world to go and do something in this business and be great. Uh, for training right now, uh, Missy Sampson runs Tuesday nights, and then Dan will do Thursdays and Fridays, and we have open ring on Sundays. So we get to learn from Missy. We get to learn from Dan and then we get to test everything out and test what we want to learn on Sundays as well. And everyone's hungrier. Everyone's hungry right now. They see the progress that everyone's doing. We're all traveling. Even our new guys who have been there for a year, they're all going out to these shows and 
really busting their asses, you know? So yeah. between the new guys and the guys that have been there for a few years, like myself, uh, we see that and we all push each other and we all help each other. And it's kind of like one big family right now. Yeah. And it's a good place to be. And it must be a good feeling just to, to know that all that hard work is paying off. You're seeing it every day, man. And it's really cool to see, but I remember watching like the, documentary that they put out years ago and i was like oh this is really cool like to see and a lot of those people you saw in that documentary hey whatever it is like they're all over the place man it's very cool to see but also the thing that i love about it and i'm not going to act like i know anything but just from an outsider looking in i love that he shows you guys a little bit of everything like if i'm working a show there's usually a monster factory kid or student doing cameras with me or something like that like yeah that's really really cool philosophy um do you like obviously wrestling is your thing but do, is there something else like that you're like oh this is kind of cool or you had any sort of interest or anything like that oh so I, I i'll say it counts but during quarantine i took up two different things oh really? i started learning started learning spanish nice but for wrestling i started doing graphic design really so, yeah so for a while i was making a lot of the monster factory posters and the match graphics and that's something i've just I've, that's something that I really enjoy doing that I didn't know I enjoyed until I got to experiment and also photography too. I was taking a lot of our, uh, our promo pictures for a lot of our roster. And so oh, those, awesome. I guess those two things are something I would do in wrestling if I couldn't wrestle anymore. That's awesome, man. It, it, that's really cool to hear, man. That's, I wish I was better at graphic design for sure, man, <laughs> but you know, doing everything over here, uh, learning, man, but that's my favorite part is learning, man. And right now, obviously you're killing it. Uh, I do want to bring up the division, man. I'd, I'd be, um, you know, just dismissive if I didn't, but you guys, I've been a big fan of, I think Benjamin King has a brilliant mind, man. I know everyone's kind of doing their thing right now, man. Um, do you feel like that is something that you know being being part of a faction like that and with different members kind of coming in and out do you feel like that's something that's been like a real benefit to your career just like being surrounded with like these in my mind amazing people because every time i meet you guys have been more than welcoming i'm still very new uh, and you've been great man like talk to us a little bit about your guys and girls yeah so i think specifically with everyone in the group we all complement each other yeah and it's something where no matter what matches we have or who we're working with on whatever night, it's something where you always learn something. Yeah. I like for me personally, I will always be better in the ring than I'll ever be on a promo or anything like that. And the in-ring aspect is so important to me, which is why it's refreshing to have people like Rico and Benjamin King and Jafar who are such good promos and really good at crowd work. Every time I wrestle with them, I'm like, Oh, I should be doing that when I have my matches. And, yeah. um, and Hyena Hex is one of the best high flyers I've seen. Oh, so good. Always a show stealer. <laughs> Move of the night usually with him. Oh, yeah. And, of course, Mimi. She is uh, obviously my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite wrestler. And Absolutely. She's just so good, man. Yeah, all y'all are great and even better humans. That's what I love about you guys. And uh, I'm so glad we got, got to finally just talk to you, man, because um, the cool thing about it is I feel like sometimes with tag teams or factions, like they get really like pigeonholed or like um, like they can't be booked like outside of that group. And that's the thing I love about you guys is like you're going for singles championships. Mimi's gone for, you know, women's championships. Like you guys are all over. Um, you know, we were making the joke that you guys are taking over the Northeast, but now it's expanding, man. Do you kind of feel like, like that momentum right now, like that wave? Yeah, man, it's, 
it's really cool. I'd say for the probably the first time in my career, I feel like I can consistently get all this work and be able to go after championships and new companies and actually feel like I have a stake there and like could actually walk in and just beat whoever, you know? And yeah. I feel like that's been a big benefit of this group because a lot of these companies I wouldn't be able to go to or have this exposure if it wasn't for the other members. Absolutely. Like, uh, like a couple of weeks ago, I tagged with Hyena Hex at Pro Wrestling Explosion right in right in Philly. And it was because of a last minute cancellation, but it was such a good match. And we got to wrestle the, uh, they always change their name, but the uh, Green Ant and Thief Ant. Yeah, they do always change their name. Yep, yep. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> and I got to wrestle them when I've been watching them for years. So it was just like, damn, I'm glad that the division got let me be able to do that as well. Yeah, that's so cool. And like, um, are you a New Jersey guy? Like legit? Like you hail from New Jersey? Like legit? Yep. I grew up in Atlantic City and right now I live right outside Philly. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to hit you with the Jersey rapid fire uh, test we always do with our Jersey people. Oh, um, that's always <laughs> super fun. But it's cool because like we have like kind of like this Northeast um, and I, it's cool to see like the Philly and like like a lot of the Scranton people kind of like all merging and like like it's so cool seeing everyone work together, man. So this is kind of a two parter. Who would you want to work on the Indies that you haven't worked yet? And who on that national? I know you're wearing the Cesaro shirt. Uh, would you want to work? <laughs> All right. So Those doors are open, man. There's an opportunity. Yeah. You, you have an indie show. There's someone from AEW there. Like it's great. And through a pandemic, no less, like there is opportunity everywhere. It's so cool to see. Yeah, man. It's, I, I would be remiss to say every single person is someone I want to wrestle. I love yeah. wrestling. Yeah. I, I just love wrestling everyone. Like I don't, it doesn't matter to me. Obviously, for my national choice, it's going to be Cesaro. He nice. has probably been my favorite wrestler of like the last decade if i had to if i had to pick one i just always loved his nxt matches and his matches on the main roster whether he was in a tag team with sheamus or doing his single stuff i just i always loved watching him and uh still do He's but good. how about on the indies yeah can i pick two or do i have to pick you one pick as many as you want bro please Sick. I'll, I'll pick two um the one of the ones that I've been looking forward to for a while, he's one of the guys that helped train me when I first started at the factory, uh, Adrian Toriano of Primal Fear. Yeah, okay. I've I've wrestled him one time in front of eight people when I was still brand spanking new into wrestling. Yeah. So just for me personally, that's one match where I just, I know we could tear the house down no matter what promotion we're in, wherever, wherever we're at, I know we could just have 15 minutes of greatness no matter what. And you'll probably be shocked to hear this, or maybe not. Okay, okay. But just as high, I would love to wrestle Mimi. That would be awesome. No, yeah, yeah. for sure. And I think it's great. That's, yeah, just because we travel so much, we train together, we help each other so much, and I truly believe that she's going to be something huge in this business one day. Yeah, both of you are for sure. Oh, Absolutely. I really, I really think we could put on some magic in that ring. I do too. Like, no, no question in my mind. I remember we were asking her because like, again, I was still very new at the time. I'm just like, you know, uh, you could get the different opinions on the intergender thing. And I think it, I think it was her that said, hey, like, this is another day at the office. This is how we train, you know, and yeah. I'm I am outside the ring. So I, I don't judge, man. And I just sit there and I'm just like, you, this is your guy's world. Like, you tell me how it is. So that's how I've always looked at it is I think it was her who said, like, hey, like, 
this is how we train. We train with the guys, the guys train with the girls. So this is another day at the office kind of thing. And yeah. I think personally, selfishly, that would be an amazing match to see, bro. So maybe but, never yeah. say never, man. We'll see, man. Um, every time I see you guys, I usually see you rocking like a band shirt. Uh, like, oh, like Blink, that's like, you know, one of my favorite bands all time. Travis, one of my favorite drummers, another Travis right there. Um, I see you rocking the Linkin Park shirt, all that stuff. Are you just a fan? Do you play? Are you just like a big time uh, rock, punk rock guy? Like, tell us about your music fandom and, and do you play or anything like that? So growing up, I tried to learn the guitar. I, it's tough. Yeah, I gave that up just because I started playing baseball a lot. Uh, music has been a huge part of my life, though. And I'd say wrestling, video games, and music. Those are my big three. Ooh. So about a lot. Yeah. Yes. Uh, music. I like a lot of pop, uh, pop punk. My favorite band of all time. A day to remember. Nice. Hands okay. down. Um, but yeah, every time I wear a band shirt, I actually listen to them. It's something I started doing because it's a great conversation starter, obviously. Yeah. And yeah. you get to see who likes what. And then it just creates more opportunities to talk to people. Networking, man. I love that. Who yeah. have you seen any of those? Have you seen a day to rem- a day to remember? I've seen them once. Have you seen Blink? Have you seen Lincoln Park? They don't they didn't come around here a lot, uh yeah, no. Park, but Blink used actually, to come every summer. Oh yeah. Um I think they did like a free beach concert in AC one year, I believe. And I think I saw them from the boardwalk without being close to the stage. Nice. Don't know if that counts, but I'll count it anyway. It counts. No, yeah. dude. That <laughs> super counts. Um but for our anniversary in August, uh, Mimi got me tickets, or both of us tickets for a day to remember. Oh, nice. And yeah, it was great. It was in September. It was, I think it was like September 23rd or something, September 25th, right in Philadelphia. They had uh, Point North, which is one of my other favorite bands. And okay. they, were, they were like the opening band for them. Nice. Which I'm like, what? I, I want to hear all of their songs. <laughs> Let them have more yeah. time. Yeah. But, uh, I've been asking. There, yeah. Asking Alexandria was on there as well. I'm a big fan of them. Another good band. Yeah, for sure. And then a day to remember just tore the house down. And for the That's rest awesome. Of the night, so. Is that like kind of stuff like you listen to like when you work out or do you do anything like pre-match like to get pumped up or anything like that? Um, I sometimes will do it pre-match, but when I'm working out, it's mostly uh, some heavy and some heavier music. Yeah, I have to. I'm also a big rap guy. So it'd be a mix of like Eminem and a day to remember. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome, man. I wish Nunez was here because you mentioned uh, gaming. We have the Nunez Retro Museum upstairs, man. Uh, it's crazy. His room, he's got so many NES and everything, man. It's it's the oh. Genesis. He's got everything, man. Hundreds, of, awesome. hundreds of games. Uh, what You said you're a big gamer, man. Is yeah. it like the more modern stuff? Like I'm obviously older, so we love the retro stuff, man. Is it like the, the Call of Duties and everything <laughs> coming out now? Or like what what's your kind of gaming? Yeah, so I play a mix of everything i'll say i i i never had like one specific game i play a lot of call of duty i used to do i was competitive i did the competitive cod stuff when i was younger to the point i was like 12 years old playing call of duty 4 and they're like hey do you want to come to this tournament in vegas it's in a casino but i wasn't allowed to go because it was in the casino and i was 12 so oh yeah that'll do it yeah that's right and but you were I, good i guess yeah oh yeah i was that's all i did all day besides baseball it would be school go home play or school play baseball come home and play cod until like three in the morning so that's awesome <laughs> but um i love assassin's creed i love uh borderlands is one of my favorite 
uh, trilogies of all time. Nice. Um, yeah, I just like I just play a little bit of everything. Po- I'm in a I'm playing Pokemon right now. Oh, dude, so. Pokemon! Dang, those hold up, man. All those, oh, yeah. hold up, man. I'm, I'm I'm with the originals, but those are great. Who's your favorite Pokemon? Oof. I'm Bulbasaur. I mean, Bulbasaur. you're a Bulbasaur guy. I love Charmander, man. Can't go wrong with Charmander. Basic, yeah. one of the starters. Come on, that's good. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, um, man. We're, t- we're talking gaming. Uh, we're talking about like all this stuff. Like we love outside of wrestling, man. But my biggest thing that I love about wrestling, and the most in my mind, it is the most important thing. You guys, whether you're known or not, you guys have put smiles on my face during very tough situations and times, man. Like you guys have no idea. Um, yeah. That being said, man. I saw you post the other day, man. It was your favorite part of the job. And then that was getting to meet a lot of these kids and put smiles on faces, man. To me, that's, I'm not just saying that, like, it's my favorite part. You guys have done it for me and I'm like twice your age. Um, but you do that for these kids, man. And you guys always go the extra mile. Like, tell us what that means to you. Yeah. It's like, whenever I put something like that online, I mean every single word of it. It's honestly my favorite part. And just, I always go into wrestling shows or like just new promotions, whatever. And I always have the thought process, like whether I'm a heel or a face, I'm making a difference in someone's life right now, whether I realize it or not. And that could be long-term or just making it one bad day better. Yeah. So I, I never take anything for granted in wrestling because I know someone out there is connecting with whatever I'm doing on a personal level and it's a responsibility slash a power that I, I I just love about wrestling. Yeah, man. That's what it's all about, man. I'm glad that you get that man. More importantly, so more power to you, man. Uh, real quick. I want to be respectful of your time, man, but I got to hit you with the Jersey rapid fire round, man. We do with all our Jersey friends. All right, real quick, man. You can, you know, feel free to elaborate. It doesn't have to be one word answers or anything, but okay. Pork roll or Taylor ham. Oh, pork roll. That's Dude, easy. my guy. I knew I liked you. My <laughs> guy. Good. All right. We can still be friends. Uh, Bruce or Bon Jovi. Now, again, I'm a lot older, but Bruce Springsteen or Bon Jovi, or is that non-applicable? No, uh, Bon Jovi, 100% okay. for me. I I think my favorite song when I was a kid was It's My Life. I don't nice. know why. I just listen to it like nonstop every day. <laughs> so That's that's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, we And we always ask this one, but stick with the music. Um, so you do get that big pay-per-view entrance. Uh, you know, I might be playing some people out down the, down the line, but that being said, a little teaser there, what band or artist, I think I know the answer. Would you have play out if you had that mania entrance, that big pay-per-view entrance, what band or artist? Ooh. So I have, I have two answers. Yeah, please. Uh, one of them, you obviously know, uh, my favorite song that I, I sometimes come out with it at shows is a day to remembers downfall of us all. I love that song so much. Nice. Yeah. And, it's one of those songs where like you get in the moment and you really feel like it, it gets your blood pumping. Yeah. And it gets people wanting to, you know, get into it. But my other one very biasedly is from Jimmy eat world. It's called okay. bleed American. I know Jimmy. Like, I don't know if I know the track though, but okay. That's a good pick though. Yeah, you should, Jimmy you should world. definitely uh, listen to that when you get a chance. It's, it's very drum heavy and I always oh, lo- sold. love hearing it. Perfect. Speaking my language, man. Very cool. Uh, what's your pizza spot? Do you have a Jersey pizza spot? Oh, yes. So I haven't been, I haven't had it in forever, but hands down, I, I'm a Buffalo chicken kind of guy. Yes. So uh, South End Pizza in Atlantic City. Oh, in Atlantic City. Okay. Yes. It's very, it's probably, it's the best pizza I've ever had. That's to be awesome. quite honest. How about uh, you have a favorite diner? Ooh, 
So I just like diners. I kind yeah, of right? go, I go to a lot of them. Uh, the one that I go to consistently now, since I moved closer to Philly, is called Harrison House Diner. It's like 20 minutes from the factory. Uh, it's pretty good. It's like so, your spot. Yeah, because you're, you're yeah. probably hitting that place up all the time, man. And this has yeah. been, it's not necessarily a New Jersey thing, but this has kind of been a thing on the show and on social media and all that. Is it Wawa or 7 Eleven? Wawa or 7 Eleven? Oh, it's Wawa. That's what everyone Wawa said. Definitely. It's Wawa. Okay. Okay. I, I will say there's an argument for Sheets. Sheets has better prepared food, but. See, I but, don't know sheets. Where is there she- like I, I don't know. I'm like in like Jersey Shore kind of area. So yeah, kind of she- like it, there's a lot in PA, uh, okay. more down south, some a little bit up north. It's you kind of like it's like a more rural kind of okay. Because it always like, comes into the conversation. I'm not I'm not qualified, but I'll, I'll have to check that out, man. Where but uh, not to be cliche, man, but I do want to ask you this one, man. I think it's very important, man. It, we mentioned it earlier, but there is so much opportunity, man. I have never seen so many people succeed on a professional level in one thing in my life. I know people who have been, you know, trying to get signed in the music world. I know people who are training to be, you know, in the NFL, you know, sometimes they'll make the practice squad. But through a pandemic, no less, we see AEW, NXT, whatever it is signing people left and right man it's so cool to see uh i always say you know we have all the indie guy uh eight by tens over here when they get signed we put them on this side of the room man and i'm I'm looking over i see navarro frost gacy um layla just so many uh, that i can name tasha it's so cool to see man and we just keep moving these pictures over and there's this opportunity man uh we've heard all the answers man i want to be cliche here we've heard open a school you know obviously you've been a big part of monster factory travel the world it's a certain company, man. What are the goals for uh, Travis Jacobs moving forward? So my goal is to move to that next level. I have experienced it a lot over, especially since quarantine started, just traveling so much. Like I just crossed off state 15 and I want to keep nice. crossing them off. And if I had to set a very specific goal for myself, very biasly, I want to do something for impact. Nice. Or I obviously every company I'm a big fan of every every kind of wrestling but there's something about impact that drew me in as a fan where I want to pay that back and be able to have the kind of matches that I grew up watching you know and be able to do that I love that man and we see uh, again like you said there's a lot of free agents a lot of moving parts right now what's Sid Zaro doing in the impact zone who knows maybe (laughs) one day you'll meet him there (laughs) Yeah, I, I would digress. love it. But, dude, uh, it's so cool to see you guys get opportunities, man. It's so uh, good to see. You. I hope to cross the path with you again and, and get to work with you again, man. But before we get out of here, we are all about that shameless, shameless promo here on the BCP, man. <laughs> Tell everyone where they can get the 8x10s, the merch, follow you on socials, all that good stuff, bro. All right, perfect. So, right now, all of my merchandise is through myself. I am opening a couple stores soon enough so if you follow me on socials at on instagram at the travis jacobs or on twitter at the travis jacobs or even facebook just travis jacobs profile or like page uh you can dm me and i will have merchandise available or you can look for updates for when my stores open up love it man um I almost said Mr. Jacobs, man. I feel like we're past that. <laughs> Travis, dude, thank you so much, man, for a few minutes, dude. It's so good to see you um, travel the world. You know, WrestlePro, hit this guy up. Get him to Alaska. Let's see what we can do here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and, bro, so just stay safe, stay healthy. Just continue success. You moving forward. Thanks for making the time, bro. Absolutely. Thank you, Rob. It means a lot. Time, bro. And like we always say here on the BCP, everyone stay safe, stay positive. 
take care of each other. We out. Peace. <laughs>